That's why I'm so big on defining your why. If you don't want it bad enough, you're going to quit. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. STR Nation, before we get into this week's episode, I've got some I am so excited to share with you guys. For the last couple of years, we've been recruiting and training virtual assistants for our private mastermind students, and we have now a officially open that up to the public. So if you are looking to hire a virtual assistant for your short-term rental business, then go to strsecrets.com slash VA and we will recruit, onboard, and train a VA for you. And if they don't save you at least 40 hours a month in admin work, then you don't pay. So I put a crazy guarantee on this because I've been testing this out for the last two years with our mastermind members. And I'm so confident that it works that if it doesn't, randomly work for you, I'm literally going to give your money back. So if you want more info on that offer, head over to strsecrets.com slash VA. And now let's get to this week's episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Tuesdays with Mike and Mike. What's going on, Riley? How are you, sir? Doing awesome. Excited for today. Having a great week so far. Back Love on my it. morning routine. I got off, got off my morning routine last week after the vacation. And uh, it wasn't a great week last week. So now back to it and feel a lot better. Love it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm like reestablishing mine. I kind of got off of it for a little bit. And, uh, now that my son's back in school, it's like, okay, reevaluate and, uh, go from there. So we've been getting up in the morning, me and my son and just going for like doing some stretching and an early morning walk. Cause he gets up super early sometimes before us. And he'll just go downstairs and just like turn on his switch. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like we, uh, we gotta cut that out. So now He's got to make his bed, get dressed, brush his teeth, have breakfast, do all that stuff. Then we go for a walk. There's no video games in the morning. We got to start our day right. And uh, it's been good. And we, I got, I'll post some videos on uh, Instagram later, but I was working out last night and uh, had him doing some push-ups and some planks, which was uh, fun. Get the butt down, you know? It's, uh, yeah. It was cool. But yeah, yeah man, it, it was a good weekend. Uh, turned 37 over the weekend and... Anytime, uh, I love to do a lot of reflection, you know, around birthdays. And so, you know, this weekend it was great. Got to spend a lot of family time and then just spent some, some alone time and just kind of reflecting how much my life has changed and what were some of the biggest drivers of that change. So I posted in the Facebook group on Friday, maybe just asking people, you know, what could I give you guys is a, is a birthday gift from me that would add the most value to you right now. It was a wide variety of things, but the common theme was basically helping people get more deals. And so I spent some time over the weekend looking back over my journey to figure out like where, where were those big wins and what were the big things that, you know, that made the most impact to help really catapult me. And so what I want to cover on today's episode is basically a recap of the last six years or so since I got started and just kind of share at each level, like what were the hurdles and how did I get over those? And then at the end, I want to share something that when I looked at it, there was a clear, very, very clear thing that I did 
that made a massive difference. And uh, I want to give that to you guys. So if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you join the the free short-term rental secrets Facebook group. Join that and then you can send me a DM and I'll send you this resource. But let's get into it, man. So the first deal I ever did, so I, I got into this in like mid-2017 and it took me a while, but I ended up finding a deal later in the year. It was like October, I think I put it under contract. I thought I closed it in 2017, but it was actually January 3rd, 2018 that we closed on this property. It was a little two bed, two bath condo up in the mountains in North Conway in New Hampshire, if you guys are familiar with that area. I was very familiar with the area. It's three hours away from where I live, but my wife and I used to go skiing up there all the time. I, I knew the area very well. And uh, we purchased it for 177,000, which sounds insane today. But at the time, it felt like an insane amount of money because we really didn't have much. I pulled a loan out of our 401k for like 40 grand ish for a down payment. And then I got a 0% interest credit card and put about 25 grand on that to update the condo. So it was, you know, had green carpets, plaid couches, like typical, like 1980s. And so we put some new flooring in some new paint, some new bathroom vanities, and then new furniture and called it a day. And I launched it. I literally pushed publish on Airbnb before I jumped on a plane to go see my brother for his 30th birthday. So this is like mid-February. And I remember when I landed, I checked the app and I I had two bookings and I was like, holy shit, this is wild. And uh, really cool feeling, right? And so I focused the next few months on, you know, getting this thing dialed in and getting my systems tight and building a team up there. And we'll do a whole nother episode on a lot of lessons I learned from the first deal. Definitely got bit quite a few times on that first one. But then right around, I don't know, maybe April, I was like, all right, how can I keep scaling this? Because it was great. I was making 1500 bucks a month, you know, really solid cash on cash, but that wasn't going to get me out of my job. So I didn't have any more money. So I was thinking, how could I scale this? And a lot of people are doing arbitrage. I didn't even have money to do arbitrage. So I was like, well, what if I could partner with, you know, landlords that had, you know, small multifamilies and just run it as a short-term rental and split the profit with them? And this was well before co-hosting was like super popular like it is now. And so I tried a lot of different things. And remember, I was a CPA, like I sucked at sales. I didn't know how to present. I didn't know how to do anything. So I tried a few different things. I tried cold outreach on Craigslist. I tried cold outreach on Zillow. I tried reaching out to people on Airbnb that had crappy listings. I started hosting a local meetup. I rented a desk at like a co-working space. I couldn't even afford an office. So like I rented a desk for like 20 bucks a month at like a Staples um, where there were other people working. And, uh, you know, it took a while. It <laughs> So for context, I got my first co-host deal. I was going back. I signed it on November 21st, 2018. And for any of you that have been following me for a while, this was one of the case studies that I used to review quite a bit. Little two bed, one bath, in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. And I got that lead from the meetup that I was hosting. So I hosted this meetup for five months, every single month, once a month, I'd host it at a Capital One Cafe. And it was, uh, it was interesting. It was way outside my comfort zone, but all that I would do, I called it Airbnb Mastery and I would just teach people. I would walk them through some numbers, give them some tips and just teach people, right? And um <laughs> There were actually two months where not a single person showed up. So it shows you how good I was at marketing back then. But I just kept doing it. And I got that first deal. And within, so that was November 21st. And then on December 15th, 
I got my next deal. And it was actually for two properties. All right. So I went from one at the beginning of the year to now I got four. And then I signed my next one on January 1st. So I went from like zero to five in 12 months. Right. And when I look back to figure out what made the biggest difference, because I was doing a ton of outreach and just kind of pulling my hair out, trying to figure out how to get a deal. The biggest thing, hands down, that made the most difference was when I figured out how to put, I created this super simple two page, you know, air quotes, credibility pack. And it just came to me because I was like, what are the, what are the issues or the objections that these people have? All of them understood that, you know, you could in theory make more money with Airbnb. So that was a given. I'd do projections off of AirDNA. I'd show them this, but then it was like, why wasn't I closing deals? And it was basically around a lot of their misconceptions and a lot of their fears around their property is going to get trashed. The neighbors are going to get pissed. It's just going to be a super headache. And so I mapped out all the different systems and tech that we were using from the Wi-Fi locks, the security cameras, the noise monitoring system, you know, with um, noise aware back then that was like unheard of just all the different things that we were doing and then showing them that we were going to take better care of this property than any long-term tenant ever would. And I just mapped it out in this very simple, clean, professional looking two pager. And when I started presenting that I went from nothing to adding four units in like a six week period. Right. So if you guys stick around to the end, I will, uh, I'll hook you guys up with that. I'll show you how you guys can get that. I'll send you the exact one that we use. And actually, Mike, I think we'll send them the new one because some of the students have taken my credibility pack from years ago and they just made it way better. So we'll hook you guys up with that at the end. Real quick, a couple of questions on that first year. So you went in 12 months, you went from you buy your first and you co-hosted four really, yeah, four in the next 12 months. You were still working your your CPA job at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So when were you like when were you working on the business and like doing the the outreach and setting up everything? It was all about time blocking, right? So like I would go to the office early because the, the traffic where I was working sucked. So I'd get to the office around 5 30 and they had a really nice running trail through the woods. So I'd get there early, I'd go for a run, shower up, I'd be at my desk by like 7 30 which gave me a half an hour to an hour before anybody else got there to just prospect, looking for leads, looking for different opportunities, just journaling, how else can I get deals, right? So 30 to 60 minutes in the morning, then I block off an hour at lunch. Most people go to the cafeteria and eat together. I was like, I love you guys, but I've got to focus on some stuff. And I'd carve out another 30 to 60 minutes at lunch. And then at night, after my wife and my son would go to bed, I'd carve out another 30 to 60 minutes. So I'm carving out like an hour and a half to three hours a day, Monday to Friday to just focus and build this thing. And it sucked. I'll be honest. Like there were some really late nights and really early mornings, but I wanted it bad enough. You know what I mean? Like that's why I'm so big on defining your why. If you don't want it bad enough, you're going to quit because it sounds cool now. But if you think of it, I got my first one in January. I didn't get another one until November, November. So like that was months and months and months and months and months of rejection and feeling like you're not getting traction, right? On average now, our students get a deal within 41 days. But like at the time, I was just trying everything, right? And there was no blueprint for this on how to actually do it. So I went from one to five in the first 12 months. And then in 2019, I added, uh, I added one, 
the fall of 2019 was insane. So I added one in Asheville, North Carolina in August. Excuse me. I added one in the Destin area on 30A in July. Flew down, launched that in the end of July. Then I landed one in Asheville, North Carolina in August. Two in Salem, Massachusetts in October. Two in Everett, Massachusetts in November. Two in Fort Worth, Texas in November. And we put the hotel under contract all that fall. Like it was insane. I was launching what five properties at the same time while working a full-time job. I had to take a couple days off from work. I remember getting off the plane in Fort Worth. Kristen was already there for a couple days. She was leaving. I passed her in the airport, gave her a hug. I went and launched that one. She flew back to Boston to prep the two in Everett and the two in Salem. And then when I got back, I finished building a bunch of furniture. It was freaking crazy. Right. And so that was, uh, that was in the fall of 2019. We closed on the first hotel, February, 2020, added another unit in Salem, just a single family co-host deal the summer of 2020. And that was it. And then, uh, 2021, we added a second hotel in March. And then I bought the 11 bedroom down in Kissimmee in December Launched that in late March after a pretty extensive renovation. And that was it pretty much for 2022. And then we closed on the Salem Hotel, 57 units in December of 2022. It was like two days after Christmas. So the last couple of years, it's basically just been like adding one hotel and maybe one single family home the last couple of years. But if you think of it, the biggest reason I wanted to share that was to kind of highlight the very beginning where it took nine, almost 10 months to get that first co-host deal. So if you're in that place right now, you just got to keep your head down and you just got to keep going. Like it, it, it could suck, but you've just got to keep pushing. And now I look back, my life is completely different. You know what I mean? I'm out of my corporate job. We're doing very well financially. I get to spend most of my time doing this stuff. I golfed a couple times a week. It feels now, it feels like it happened fast, but it was a long journey to get to that point. That like really the first like three years were absolutely insane. And the last couple of years, last two to three years have been incredible. We're just steady Eddie now doing a hotel deal once a year, maybe another single family or two and just growing that way. So to summarize, the best gift that I could give you guys for my birthday is giving you guys that credibility back. Because when I look back and I look at all the different things that I did and when I started to just get crazy traction, it's when I got that credibility back dialed in because it just addressed all of their objections up front and it made it a no brainer to do business with us, right? And if you guys follow Alex Hormozzi, he always talks about make an offer so good, someone would feel stupid saying no. And that's basically what I did without realizing it by putting that credibility back together. It was like, listen, I'm going to two to five X your revenue. I'm going to take better care of your property. You're going to be completely hands off. And if you ever need anything, I'm here. Here's my cell phone number. Boom, here you go. Right. And we just spelled it all out and people would feel stupid saying no to that. So if you guys want that, Mike, how do we, how are we going to get that tone? Uh, yeah, just, just DM one of us. So Mike Riley or Mike Shogren, just find us in the Facebook group, shoot us a DM and then we'll respond and, and send it to you. It'll just be a simple, probably PDF or, uh, or Google doc link. No, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to them. It's something that they can edit to make it easier, whether it's a PowerPoint or, uh, I think it's a Google doc. 
Yeah. We'll give them the Google Docs. So then you guys can just edit it, put your logo in there, update it for your information. That way you don't have to try and refigure it out with all that. So anyway, that will be my gift to you because at the end of the day, you just need more deals, right? You need a few more deals, get out of the corporate job, set up your system, set up your team, and then you're good. Like that's it. That's really what it is. But those those first few were the hardest, man. I get it. Like I was there. I remember just getting so frustrated. Just like I'm I feel like I'm doing everything. You know, I'm working hard, I'm putting in the hours, I'm crazy sleep deprived. It's gotta happen. Like it just has to. Like it it can not not happen at this point. At what point did you see the light to like, all right, I think I can leave my job now? When we put the hotel under contract. That was when I ended up giving my notice because then I was like doing out the math, going through the projections. I'm like, all right, we're going to be good. Once this thing goes live, we were a little short on cash flow. I think we had, it was right around 15 doors, like one that I owned and then 14 co-host clients. If I did the math, right, going back through all those deals and we were doing pretty good. Um, somewhere between 10 K a month was probably average 15 on a good month, like in our peak months which we could survive off of, but it wasn't going to be like ideal. But once we put the hotel under contract, it was like, okay, I know I'm going to have to dedicate like the next 12 months of my life to figure this out. And once it goes live, like we're going to be good. And if you guys remember what happened, I left my job effective uh, December 31st, 2019. So January 1st, 2020, I'm out of my job. Six weeks later, COVID hits, right? And so a lot of people were second guessing my decision. They're like, oh, well, at least you're a CPA. You can go back to your job and whatever. I'm like, no, man, I'm all in at this point. Like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it happen. Right. And so it was, it was an interesting little test that the universe sends you every once in a while to see if you really want something. But once that hotel went live, man, like my whole world changed. It was like, this is it. Like, we're set. We're good. And then it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. Yeah. I think uh, my, my store is pretty similar too. I mean, it took me about 18 months and, I use that credibility pack. I still use it. It's just so easy to to really just get data from AirDNA and then just outline kind of all the roles and responsibilities that we do. And I, I rarely get questions on it. I mean, the main question that I get is like, all right, what can we start? You know, yeah. and it just, it just makes it look way more professional and dialed in so that when you're actually, you know, you land the meeting and then you have the meeting. It's like, all right, what do I say? Yeah. What do I do? What do I present? Do I have the data that can back that up? Right. So that, that credibility pack for me has landed. I got 20, 25. So that I've used it on, see, I own nine of them. So I use it on the rest. So there you go. 16 different times. So yeah. It's just and I a, didn't have scripts either. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the students get scripts, they get on prospecting calls with their coach and their coach helps them close deals. I mean, that's, Dude, I would have given anything for that to like shortcut that, you know, but at, at a minimum, like this is going to make your life so much easier. Just having the credibility back. Now, what I will say is you got to decide how bad you want this, right? Like I was kind of being soft around that a little bit earlier. If you really want this, you just got to go for it and you got to go all in. The biggest mistake that I see is people have one foot in one foot out. The reason why we've done well, and the reason why it worked is because I went all in and I was fully committed. It wasn't, I'm going to try this for six months. And if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. It was like, I'm going to do this until, until it works. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to fucking will this into existence. 
And you have to just have that mindset shift to go all in, right? And when I was going through, Mike did a nice post for me in the Facebook group and asked people to share how the masterminds impacted their lives. And there was, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 comments in there that I was reading through over the weekend. And it just got me fired up, man. It was just like, the, the, this industry completely changed my life. And now the work we're doing is changing so many other people's lives. And it's just the fast lane. Like if you could go from zero to a deal in the next six weeks, like what are we even talking about right now? So like, you just got to decide, are you going to go all in? Whether it's with us or somebody else, like you just got to commit and just do it and just stop making excuses. When people tell me they don't have time, I get it. Everybody's busy. When I was starting this, I told you I was working full-time as a CPA. What I didn't mention is my kid was in the hospital on oxygen and I couldn't be there with him. So I was driving back and forth to the hospital, then going home, then working. And it was just like, I will freaking make this work. You just got to have that like a bit of like savage energy in you to just be like, I will not quit. This will work or I will die trying. And it sounds like so simple and so basic, but if you have that mental switch and you get the right information and you take that steady, consistent action, you will win. It's inevitable, but you can't do this like half in half out shit. You got to go all in, man. And I'm getting on my soapbox a little bit here, but I'm just passionate about it because my life changed and hundreds of other people's lives have changed because they've just done it. The system works. You just have to commit to the system. It's that simple. 100%. And if you're, I mean, the guys listening that maybe already have a few properties too, and you know, you have somewhat of a credibility pack. I mean, there's different challenges at different stages too. Like once you, once you got to 15 properties and the challenges were totally different and we can do another podcast on that, but it's an evolving business that we're in. So like every stage, there's going to be different challenges and you have to stay, stay committed, stay recommitted as well to always be growing. I mean, that's one of our core tenets as well. It's always be growing, right? Always, always be working on your business and never quit. I mean, that's the only way you can really lose. That's it, man. That's that honestly is it. So that's it. I think uh, we're going to keep it short and sweet this week. So again, just wanted to share some of that. At some point, I'm, I want to do like a little graphic just to like put all this in perspective, like a timeline of like how these deals came together. Because when you see that big gap from like starting to getting the first deal, you know, that was a good six months of on and off the fence. And I had a mentor of mine <laughs> at the time. I had been researching short-term rentals for a few months and uh, we were talking, he's like, listen, I don't want to hear another freaking word about Airbnb until you get a deal. So just shut up and get to work. And it was just a massive kick in the butt for me where he was like, dude, I'm done with you. Like talking about it, either do it or don't, but I don't care anymore. Like show me you're going to do it. And, uh, we did, you know what I mean? So sometimes every once in a while you need that tough love kick in the butt, that push from somebody that's a few steps ahead of you to just be like, stop wasting time. Stop waiting the waters in that like indecision. If you look at the most successful people, they compress time by making decisions quickly and committing. That's it. Or Mosey talked about it in his new book, actually. He's like, I just get more done because I make three to four big decisions that would take most people three to four months to make. And I do that every single week. And that's why I'm just light years ahead of most people. I make a decision, I commit to it, I go all in, we get it done, and then we go on to the next big decision over and over and over again. So that's all we got for this week, folks. Hope you guys are having an amazing week. Again, if you have not joined the free Facebook community, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. Mike and I go live in here multiple times a week. We're active in the group. We're answering questions. Join the free Short-Term Rental Secrets Facebook group. 
It's got the blue image on it. It's got my mug on there. It's got ease mug on there. Join the group, start playing full out, post your questions, get involved, join the community. Let's just keep taking action, man. So have an amazing week guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.